Hello, welcome to another edition of the Sky Podcast Q and A. Um, I'm just going to go through a few little bits and bobs, people questions people ask, and maybe things I think people care about. Um, shouldn't take very long. Not got lots of questions to go through. It's a bit of a quieter week with probably a couple main topics of conversation, and uh, yeah, so it should only be about five ten minutes. So cool. Should be live streaming on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook this time. So hopefully people can see all those. Um, and hopefully it's my name and stuff, because, you know, sometimes technology goes wrong. Anyway, right, so today we're going to look at a few questions I've had. Um, if you are watching online, which at the moment my watch account suggests not that many, um, then you can add some comments in. Um, yeah, cool. Right, so let's go through the Twitter questions. Uh, right, let's find them on here. Right, so the ones we've had so far is, here we go. Right, so let's start here. Right, so from Mitch, so from Greg Mitch, uh, the first question is, thinking of bringing in a sub-8 million Villa player to cover a few upcoming captaincies. We'll be doing this this Sunday, defender or midfielder. Well, um, I've been thinking about similar, actually. Um, I don't think... He's already said defender midfielder, and I agree. Strikers, although I think Watkins is looking good, and Ings, you know, he, he scores goals. We know he scores goals. I don't think they're going to break into that precious striker, striker slot. So defender or midfielder. I personally think it's got to be a defender if you can get one. I'm not sure any of their midfielders are reliable enough. Um there's a quite a few decent ones that look like they might be good. Like Bailey looked good when he came on against Everton, scored, assist, then went off injured. Um, McGinn hasn't really hit the heights he did when his debut season, but so I'm not sure about him, but he seems solid enough. Obviously, if Jack Grealish was there, he'd be the one, but he's not. And I'm not sure who's that midfield icon for them. Um, if I, you can't even really be sure who's going to play. So there's Traore, um, yeah, I guess Douglas Louise looks like he might be right, but I don't think he gets passing. I'm not sure how many tackles he gets either. So midfield-wise, I don't think any of them are going to be a reliable source of points. However, so defence is where it probably comes in. They don't look like a mega passy team. I'm sure they'll pick it up against some teams, some especially maybe when they go behind as well. So you can't rely on passing bonus like you can with the bigger teams. So, but Mings... He's already picked a couple of assists in the game earlier. He goes up for corners. He's a bit of a threat. He's not a bad price. And Conce is the same. I mean, House was the one who scored at the weekend. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you could get any of those. Personally, though, I'm looking at Matty Cash. He's a little bit... I think he's the most expensive out of all of them, at £8 million. Um, But he picks up tackle bonus a couple of times already this season. He's scored and assisted so far this season. Um, and... Now they're playing in a 5-3-2. I think he's sort of like the wing-back equivalent and attacking defender. And I think he will get more attacking returns as the season goes. So that's who I'm looking at. Um, I don't know if people agree with that, but that would be my choice. But I think actually Mings or Konsa or even Tuzabi, who's on loan from United, if he plays in that five. But I'm not sure whether they're definitely staying at five. I think Mings, Concert, or Cash are the places to go for me. I mean, Target, I guess, to start again. 
but he did have a bit of a stinker at the start of the season, so he may be in and out. Um, cool. Guy Wilcox asked, when does the 2022-23 season start? I'm having a shocker. Well, there's still plenty of time. Lots of people use lots of transfers, and you can have a couple good weeks. The, pro- the worst thing you can do is to start really gambling. It's fair enough to have a little bit of a, right, I'm going to go for a slight differential, but if you start really gambling with your captaincies and your transfers, that's when it starts really going even worse. You really might as well just delete the app. Um, in answer to your question, though, I'm going to guess August. But seriously, do keep going because it can't be that bad, surely. Um, I've highlighted a thing that Johnny Belfast said about in terms of Villa. Um, Argentina players are important to remember because they Martinez is the one he's thinking of because when he goes, arguably their team's a bit worse. And yeah, it's worth knowing. It is normally just for one game though. Um, Luke Wilson, FBR Equation, has asked, might be too late, but Sackoff came for Antonio or not? So Kane is probably the one that most of us only got this weekend. But Spurs look dire. I don't mean Eric Dyer. I mean, they look rubbish. Um, Sackoff came for Antonio. Maybe. Antonio is decent. He's amazing. Yeah. The thing is, if you go to him, it's hard to then move on to a Lukaku, Salah, Ronaldo type. So you sort of got to make that choice. It's Antonio for the season or until he gets injured or not. I mean, if you can do that and you're happy to rotate the two others, then yeah. I mean, I, t- I, can't, I can't tell you. No, everyone knows Antonio's awesome. So there we go. It's up to you, though. I mean, I've got Kane. I'm going to keep Kane, I think. I really could do him a show in some sort of form, though. But mainly because I haven't got any real players on those Sundays. I realise Antonio sort of solved that problem. So, Yeah. I think many people are going to have one of Kane or Antonio, and that could be a big decider. And to be honest, thinking about now, who would I rather have in my team as my captain on many Sundays, Kane or Antonio? And the answer is Antonio. Yeah, I'm saying with Kane. Maybe I should think about that. But yeah, um, I don't know about selling Kane, but I think I wouldn't buy Kane now. I'd still stick with the Antonio if I were you. Uh, right, John Allison, FPL lad. As there's no limit to how many players you can have on one team, how many Chelsea players will you own for the next run of games? Is five too many? Everyone will have Lukaku plus one defender as a minimum. I've got two defenders and Lukaku at present. I know many people have more than that. I've seen a couple of teams with like a full defence. Didn't so do so well last week, but next week, and the run they've got, they could be smashing it. I reckon a couple Chelsea defenders and Lukaku probably going to be the par and the average, while some will have more and there'll be the odd ones that have less. I don't mean there is a limit. Well, I don't mean you want 10 players, but I think five is fine. I, sh- I mean, I'm assuming most of those would be defensive with Lukaku. Um, I think that's fine. Block defences can work in this game, especially as sort of Chelsea, to, if they dominate the game, they'll be getting passing bonus all over the shop. So if you get like a Four Chelsea defenders, they dominate a game, they all get pass bonus, they keep a clean sheet. You're literally sat there on like 40 points minimum, plus Lukaku. You know, if they're dominating the game, they've probably scored a couple. Even if he scored both of those, you could literally be hitting a with a captaincy, hitting nearly 100 just on your five Chelsea. So it could work. Obviously, you've got to be prepared for the odd stinker, though. You know, when they ran, we just lose one nil at home to Burnley or something. Um, 
All right, next question. Ramsdale or Martinez, long-term also covers captaincy. There's no one from either team currently. I'd have to say Martinez of those two. Um, I appreciate that Ramsdale is Arsenal and he's got those two captaincy games coming up. Um, But I think Martinez is a better keeper. I think he gets more saves. And I think Villa are actually decent. I don't think there's a lot in it, though, realistically. Assuming Ramsdale holds the team, at least, and Martinez is more nailed. I think Ramsdale's pretty nailed now, but I think Martinez is definitely more nailed. But there is the Argentina thing, so the odd game he will miss. I think I'd go Martinez, and he does cover that Villa versus Arsenal game. But then you've got the Arsenal versus Palace game. If you've got no cover there, you might want something for that. So I don't think it's a it's either or, but obviously Ramsdale's a bit cheaper as well. I think you're sort of going to be leading on to what your budget's got. I mean, I think Ramsdale's a good shout, but Martinez, if I had to choose straight choice between the two of them, not worrying about anything else. Um, right. Also from Darren, in your dreams, worried about Alonso being dragged at halftime. Two mediocre poor games with Chihuahua in the wins doesn't look promising. Um, agree, it doesn't look promising, but there's been many, many times in the past where you just don't buy players because someone might come in and take their spot. And then 10 games later, about 50 points down the drain, you're like, well, maybe I should have done it. So the worst is, I guess it's one transfer. But if you haven't got him now, arguably you might want to wait. But that's the thing. You wait five games, he plays all five. He can get passing bonus, tackle bonus, a goal, assist. I'm not, I'm not going to promote buying him because he might just not even play again this season. You never know. He's... It's one of those manager calls, which it depends on your appetite for gambling, I think. I think he's a bit more risky than some, but he also offers a lot more than a lot more of other players. So I reckon he's still probably an okay pick. But as soon as Chilwell starts playing two league games on the balance, I think it's going to be a bit of a right a sell type scenario. Um, I did see, I think, that Alonso might have actually just been called to Spain as well, which I was hoping he wouldn't, because then that would be two weeks of rest. So I would have thought that Tuchel would have been like, well, he can play this Saturday, he's got two weeks rest. But if he's been called up, he might not get that rest. So he might think, well, Chilwell, I don't think he's been called up. He can play. And he gets the rest. So I don't know. It's a tough call. I mean, that's quite a big one, the Chelsea defence. you sort of just got to pick your poison and just stick with it. I think. Cool. Um, FPL Ape, what to do with Traore if he's benched again? Thinking straight to Ben Rama on Sunday. Um, I think if he's benched again, it's a sell. You can't have two benches in a row. One, you might just think that the manager's trying to mix it up a bit. The fact they won probably isn't a good sign, although they didn't light the world on fire, let's say. But if he's benched, I think he's got to go. I hold Troy right now. I'm thinking about moving him to Matty Cash, which links my first question to this, because I have a four in the midfield, so I can go to four at the back. Um, and he covers some captaincies. I think Ben Ram is a good shout on Sunday. Make sure you've got all your other captaincies covered for the next few weeks. And yeah, I think if he's benched, I mean, arguably, even if he's not benched, if he's going to possibly be benched, he might be a good shout to move anyway. Um and the other question is from Luke, which is, is it too late to bring Alonso in now? We've already discussed that. I want to ditch Eiling, and there aren't many options at that price point. Alonso, I mean, that, what that highlights is how cheap Alonso is. I think a <laughs> manager call is a risk, but it's been a risk all season. You said it's a risk of game and one, a risk of overhaul. 
and a risk going forward. But if you pick some overall, you still points up. So you can. I'm trying to think who else could be around that point. The Villa defenders, as discussed previously. I mean, I've got Reza away at Spurs this week, but afterwards they're not bad. And it covers a few captaincies. If you've not got Arsenal, it covers one of those. And there's a Southampton Villa game as well. So Villa might be one to look at. Um, okay, so that's my questions done. Let's see if there's any comments. <coughs> oh, Paul Jones on YouTube. Oh, cool. Kane had a few chances versus Arsenal, despite Spurs being rubbish. On another day, he still gets two goals. Don't write him off completely just yet. Not really a question, but it's good to hear. I mean, I did watch the highlights. I think Spurs just lacked a bit of gusto, and I think he's going to have to rectify that. He's going to have to, because if they like lack the heart that they had in the first half an hour of that game, then I think he's just going to get sacked. Um, and they're going to need a response. Hopefully they won't be thinking that a response in the, um, the rubbishy Europe Cup, whatever they're playing in right now, this week is going to be good enough because it needs to be in the league. But I reckon, I reckon, I reckon they're going to have to respond. And then Kane, where at Newcastle on Sunday, he's going to be my captain. I think he's my only player, to be fair. So hopefully he'll respond there. So I do agree, Paul. It's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And, Spurs themselves looks a bit rubbish, but Kane did have a couple of chances. I agree, he had a decent headed shot, and then he just missed one, didn't he? Close up. Um, so yeah, I think it's not completely whole without hope right now. But and they got such a good run, and they such a good captaincy shout as well for a few of them that I think it's I think it's still okay to hold it. That's what I'm going to do. I've got him, but I'll be worried about Antonio for sure because I also got Lukaku. And Salah, so and yeah, I haven't got Ronaldo because that's who Kane came in for. So hopefully, Ronaldo won't go busy against Everton. Um, yeah, so there we go. I think that's most of the comments. Um, I think it's it's an interesting one. It's a bit the thing about the Sky game is there isn't always loads and loads to talk about. You haven't always got to use a transfer. In fact, not using transfers is good. So I think it's holding off now. And there's an international break, so I need everyone to get prepared for like all the random little niggles and injuries that are supposedly going to happen when actually they're not. Just wait till Friday week and then start panicking. Lately, don't use any transfers till then anyway. Um, so yeah, there we go. Quick podcast, just quarter of an hour. Um, hopefully, I might be here next week and we'll go through some questions again or maybe the week after seeing this international break. No one likes the international break. Anyway, thanks for joining and... Uh, I'll see you soon. Give me a shout and subscribe and click on stuff. I'm Sky Podcast on Twitter, on YouTube, Sky Podcast as well. Um, and yeah, I've got a Facebook page, I think, that should be going on there. Some more might be watching, you never know. Um, yeah, cool. Great. Well, thanks for joining, and I will see you all again in the next couple of weeks. So, goodbye. Goodbye.